go. Yo, this is Two. This is Cal. Welcome to Word to the Blur, baby. Word to the Blur with Two and Cal. DC edition, baby. You said DC edition? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in DC, DC Comics, you know, I thought oh, it was... Yeah, that's, that's true, that's true. But yeah, a lot, a lot of things have happened since we last recorded, too. That's so okay, You made a major move in your life. Tell us what's going on. Um, so what's going on, y'all? Peace and love. I moved to DC. I'm now currently recording in the new Batcave. Yeah, I'm working in boarding school, and um, it's pretty cool so far. And for anyone wondering, it's not DC Comics. It's the District of Columbia he moved to. He lives in Washington, DC. Yeah, working at a charter school. You want to tell us what the school is? Uh, it's called Seeds DC Public Charter School. Yeah, yeah. So he made a made some big moves. He moved down there. So two and Cal are in different states, but we're still going to work to to give you that uh that blurdy goodness, baby. Yeah, oh, nice and blurdy. It's it's yeah. Nice and blurdy. <laughs> What's going on with you, though, Ken? Chilling, man. You know, just just taking over your spot, just making some moves. Uh, job hunting, film festivals. Feels like a lather, rinse, repeat effect right now. Uh, but yeah, just trying to trying to settle in into these new life transitions. Uh, everything's going well so far, so I'm chilling. Happy to be alive, you know. Right. Also, I got my own office. I meant to tell you. Oh yeah, I I need to see pictures. You gotta show pictures. Yeah, as soon as I I gotta try to figure out how I'm gonna decorate it. Um, I feel like I gotta get a couple pops, but I was told the kids might steal my pops. So, damn, that's, <laughs> that's annoying. You know how that go, man. You gotta be like on the lookout to make sure people don't take your shit. Damn. But anyways, let's let's jump right into it. But First, like I said, all in all, things are great. You know, me and Cal are doing great things. That we still have the goal of doing this black thought thing. You Facts. know how we do. Facts. But you ready? Let's let's jump right into it. All right, all right, all right. So Suicide Squad. Yeah. You, so Drew, shout out, big shout out to Drew. Check, make sure y'all check out Stu Kids podcast. Shout out, Stu Kids. Our little brother. Word, Stu Kids. Um, what did you think of it, bro? Well, yeah, well, let's give a little background. So the movie came out about two weeks ago in theaters as well as HBO Max. And uh, we had a little, a little viewing watch party. Um, and it, it was, hmm, I, I thought it was pretty good. I actually enjoyed it. I actually re- recently watched it again. Um, That's what I need to do. Um, actually, two, a day or two ago. And to me, it's, it still holds up like... I think it was better to watch on a different TV just because the TV at mom's place is just, it's not good. It's old. And the sound, yeah. So there are sometimes I'm like, I can't hear what the f- they're saying. You know what I mean? But maybe that's what took it away from me. Because remember, I wasn't completely sold on it. Yeah. No, I feel that. But no, um, once you once you get into it, then it's like, all right, this is good. Like, I, I really, I really dug it. I think it's 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 a vastly different film from the first one that we got back in what, what was it twenty sixteen? Yeah, but and it's funny because I was like, damn, I prefer that one. <laughs> really, I liked it. Okay, I was one. Of, I feel like I was one of the few people that liked because even you didn't like that one, but I loved that one. 
like there were so many parts that I loved. Like I was like, oh, this part's good. This part's good. But then it seems like I always say this when they get into the mission is when things just get weird. It's just like, why are we doing this? Why is this happening right now? You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Like I, cause I love, I love all the beginning stuff when they're recruiting, when we're kind of meeting the suicide squad, they're kind of setting the tone for, for what this world is. I love all of that. I really do. But then like when the mission comes, it's almost like, why are they like fighting the supernatural person? Like the villain should have been, um, a joker should have been yeah. joker or someone else. It should have been like, you know, like a, a non extra, you know, a non supernatural kind of, kind of villain. But I don't know. We I don't want to get too far into it, but because we're here to talk about um, the current you know, suicide, the current squad, one, the current yeah. squad. What 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 um, did you like? What did you dislike? I'm curious. It's honestly, it's like I barely paid attention to the movie. I think yeah, that could be a problem of why you didn't like it. <laughs> um, because it just it didn't hold my attention that long. Like the beginning was too much for me. Mm. Um, it felt like it was sensory overload at times. Okay. And I was just like, what? What the fuck? Like, you don't even get to spend that much time with the characters. Mm -hmm. You know, especially in the beginning. Like, I can see, like, in the beginning how you're starting to get everybody together and shit like that. But I don't, like, the way that Boomer went out, it was like, damn, you kind of promised this whole squad of people. But then you kill off, like, almost 40% of the cast. Yeah, and I think I think that was just going to show that no one's safe. You know, what I mean, really set the stakes and the odds. And I think you kind of had to like kill off an original just to let them know, like, okay, like this shit's real. But yeah, you fucked up, and I think that's what turned me off as soon as because Boomer was probably one of my favorite characters in the original one. Same, same here. He, then, he was my favorite character in the original. And then you got rid of him, and I was immediately turned off. I was like. Uh, I mean, John Cena did his thing. I, I enjoyed Idris Elba. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I enjoyed the hell out of Idris Elba's character a lot. Yeah. Um, excuse me, guys. These trainers have been wiping me out. But I I felt like I needed more. You know? Mm -hmm. I felt like it, it kind of focused too much on being funny. Mm-hmm than having like serious stakes what what, you know? what what more would you have have liked for it i'm curious i like, wouldn't have mind a little more darkness in it you know hmm. like i didn't mind the espionage part part of it you know like the the turncoat with john cena i didn't mind any of it like like i said like some of the characters did their thing rat catcher 2 was a little annoying to me i didn't mind Polka rat catcher like I said, I have to rewatch it, but there's a certain things that was just like, yeah. yeah. I would have I would have liked more of Ratcatcher. Not gonna lie. I, and I, no, actually I would have liked more of, of from Polka Dot Man. Cause I felt yeah, like he was interesting and then you killed him off. Like he was yeah. somebody that I didn't want to die. He was probably the most interesting character to me. Yeah. Cause I felt like they were gonna have him be the ace in the hole because I felt like one star was there, I was like, Okay, he's probably the one that you know, it was the most powerful that to take down Starro, because I was I was not expecting that finale. And after rewatching it, it doesn't get any less gross. <laughs> I need I need stuff, to rewatch it. Stuff with the rats, because it's it. kind of like what a way to die, to have rats crawl on you and then crawl inside of you and just, 
<laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, overall, all in all, I will say James Gunn did his thing. Yeah. And because of like how how it was presented to me, maybe that's what kind of turned me off. Like I said, with bad sound and then the picture looking, yeah, yeah, sitting there like. No, I feel that. Good company, but it wasn't the best viewing experience. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, and but like I said, after watching it again, it was a it was a much better watch for me. Definitely a much better yeah. watch. But um, I I like I said, I enjoyed it. I can understand why it might not be people's cup of tea because it's so vastly different from the first one, where it's kind of like, and it's not jar. <laughs> It's like you couldn't even almost link the two movies together. Like, because some movies, there are certain elements where you're like, okay, I can see this is a carryover from the first one. But let's it was like, like a soft fucking reboot. Yeah, it, it really was. Because even the characters that they brought back felt vastly different. Like the Rick Flag in this one is very different from the Rick Flag we got in the first one. You know? Flipping facts. So they all felt different, more, more colorful. I will say I wasn't, I felt... The Amanda Waller in the first one was more threatening. This one, they kind of made her seem like a, a boss who got played. If you know what I mean? Like, it just... Cause it's like a damn joke. Amanda Waller always seems like she's the most ruthless and smartest person in there. So, And that's what and the first kind of one a, got right. Yeah, and there's kind of a scene where she kind of gets outsmarted. And then I was kind of like, eh, that's not really up Amanda Waller's alley. And, alley. and, if, and if it was, she would have swift revenge. So, I mean, again, mm-hmm. who knows what happened off camera, but I was kind of like, eh, I don't see that happening to the real Amanda Waller. That's a fact. A lot of them niggas, there shouldn't have been any niggas in the mo- by the end of the movie if it was like that. If it was old school Amanda Waller, everybody died. Word. But, I, I mean, I would definitely see a second one. It got really good reviews. And the guy who runs DC Films says that after Gar- after James Gunn does Guardians of the Galaxy 3, he, uh, James Gunn's supposed to come back to DC. And he's got that Peacemaker show that they that they already finished filming. Would you would you, you think you're going to watch that? Yeah, of course I'm going to watch Peacemaker. I, like I said, I, maybe I just need to watch everything again. Because mm-hmm. it is... I was paying attention, but I wasn't. You yeah. know? Um like that whole scene in Vietnam or Korea, wherever it was, that was pretty cool. But I need to watch it. I just felt like I didn't catch. Maybe I didn't catch the story fast enough. Vietnam or Korea? Remember where they was in that village? Oh shit! It wasn't even Korea. It, it was see, really that's South how, America. Cordo Maltese. See, that goes to show you different movies, man. I w- I really wasn't pay- like I just was turned off. Like I just would put my head up to certain parts, put my head right back down, and go back into my phone or reading the comic book. I right. was completely turned off. <laughs> I was right. like, "Yo, you killed Boomer." Oh man! And then that one guy, who, the blonde-haired guy who had a trident, tells Holly, oh, "You will know." I was like, "What the fuck is this shit? Let me just watch. Let me put something else on on my phone. This is dumb." <laughs> I was yeah, because because there was like certain points, I would look over, and like half of everybody was like, "Oh, excuse me," was like on their phones, and I was like, "Damn, am I the only nigga watching this? Like, what's going on?" I just I stopped. I was just like, "Yeah." Black Widow held my attention when I was in the movie theater and when I watched it at the house. That shit did not hold my attention at all. Hmm. Man, I don't know that. This shit. This shit is trash. And you know I normally like all that shit, but I was like, yo, this shit is trash. 
Yeah, well, no, I understand that. And because it seems like it's been like a very, not mixed, like I know critics love it, but fan wise, I've seen a lot of positivity and I've also seen a lot of hate. But the hate for people who want to see the Ayer cut or David Ayer's Suicide Squad. I mean, those I don't totally agree with what they're doing, but if you if James Gunn had borrowed just a dash of that, it would have been interesting. At least like say what you want about the supernatural shit, but you knew that there was stakes. Mm-hmm. I just felt like this one was a fucking joke, bro. I think you should watch it again. I I'd be very curious to see what your thoughts are after you see it again. Yeah, with a better TV, I'm on it. Yeah. I might watch that this this weekend. Word. But yeah, Suicide's it's it's on HBO Max and it's in theaters. It hasn't been doing well in theaters. It was it's it made <laughs> Yeah. Which is kinda interesting because a lot of people are saying it's a box office bomb, but it's also like no one's really going to theaters because of this new variant. Like COVID's right. like it, COVID's like bad again and it's the summer. Like even last summer before vaccines, the numbers weren't this bad. Now it's like we get like a hundred thousand a day. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's crazy. So it's like it's a lot of people aren't going to theaters, hard. but yeah. But no, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm, sorry. Anyways, Suicide Squad is on HBO Max and in, in theaters. If you guys haven't seen it yet, but I'm but staying kinda, on HBO Max. Yeah. You know we got to talk about. Titans. We have our own little theme song with that. Three aired on HBO three episodes. Three episodes. And I, we're not gonna spoil. Let's we'll like kind of like talk about surface level stuff because there are some people who probably haven't watched all three episodes. So I wanna. Listen, you like motherfuckers had a whole week, three I know, episodes. But I know, but I want to try and save some things. We could talk, and then we'll see where it goes, you know? Listen, oh. I'm not going to lie. It'll probably be like mild spoiler territory, but okay, guys, okay. get on it and watch it. But um, I'll, I'll say this. I, I love this season so far. I think it's a huge step up from what we've gotten with the first two seasons. They really just got right into it, like, because I felt like there were some episodes. It's no fucking exposition. Yeah, I feel like there were some episodes last season, the season before. It was just like everyone's just talking, <laughs> and which is cool. It's nothing wrong with it, but like, this is Titans. We want to see motherfuckers kick ass and take names. And then right from the get-go, episode one, people are fighting, fucking shit up. I love it. It's it feels like a tighter story. It feels like they're officially a team. Like they have a good camaraderie. You know, Dick is finally comfortable being Nightwing. He looks like he's having fun. He's not a brooding little bitch, <laughs> you know? That Nightwing suit, they should, like, streamline and fix a little bit more. But still. We they need to. They Nightwing. need to. You know, everyone seems like they have a place on the show. And they're playing their role spectacularly. So, I'm enjoying this season so far. And I love the look of Gotham that they have. Mm-hmm. And the writing seems better, too. But what do you think, Tucson? What's, how's this? Season and going. Bro, I love it. I love it. Mm. That's it. I'm. I'm <laughs> just sorry. I'm just so from the first episode. I can't wait to, for them to dive into like all this territory about what really happened with Jason. Can I say that for this show that they adapted the death in the family storyline very well? 
Um, yeah. For those of you guys that don't that are not familiar, Death in the Family is one of the biggest comic book story arcs in fucking history. You know they they killed a Robin in this story, man. Right? They killed Jason Todd. You know, um, and what the, how they did it was the people killed him off. It wasn't just the Joker. The people killed him off. They had voted. You know there was like a number after like the whole bomb explosion and shit like that, is Robin gonna make it? Is Robin gonna die? And everybody called in and, you know, people voted for Robin to die ultimately. And Jason Todd was out of comic books for 20 some odd years, if not a little bit longer. Uh-huh. And um, he came back and under, actually the first, his first, uh, his first issue back was in Batman Hush. And then he came later in Under the Red Hood and all. Oh, man. It gets there. I had to put on a Batman voice for that. It gets there. You know, and they... Go ahead, Kay. No, it it was really good. I like how they've handled uh, Jason Todd and his transition into Red Hood. I love love, uh, the actor's name is Karan Walters. he's He's a really good actor. Like, yeah, I, I really kind is. of I believe him as Jason. I believe him as Red Hood, you know. And it it doesn't feel like oh it's forced, but like he's he's very cunning and he's he's very evil. Like Jason has taken a very dark path. Like I I was kind of thinking like oh he'll do some things, but then by maybe by the end of the season he'll be redeemable. And you can't Jason. You gotta put you, can't, you gotta put him down. You can't come back from what he did in episode there's three. A, and I don't really want to bullet with his name on it. Yeah, and I don't really want to spoil what he does in episode three, but... If but it's unfucking it, forgivable. It's, it's, it really is unforgivable, and it would be ridiculous if... That would honestly ruin the season for me if something happens where he's like, and he joins back up with the Titans, but it's like, nah, bro, you just... No, after what you did? Like, my dude. <laughs> like, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm digging the season so far, and they also have Scarecrow on the season, Jonathan Crane. And they use him in a uh, kind of a Hannibal Lecter capacity Brilliant. where he kind of like comments and sort of consults on like um, uh, a and criminal. He's a fucking pothead. Yeah, crim- criminals they're looking for. So they, they come to mass for advice. So they, it's a very good use of him as well. Oh, yeah. Stephen number nine, it's good shit. Yeah. So I'm told. Just this discussion love- actually makes me want to watch the, the, the episodes again. I, I did that the other night, and man, Bruce said, you always better than me with the toys, <laughs> bro, bro. But this is, this is, this is, this is what had me thinking, right? Like, you always see these memes about Batman and his Robins, and <laughs> it's like the Titan shows kind of, like, saw that and, and was like, Dick, you want to be Robin again? Like, you kind of seen how tortured he yeah, was, like, he he's... really can't do that. Fucking, um, he's off his rocker. Like, I, this this Bruce Wayne is, he seems mentally unwell. He seems, I mean, Batman is a mentally unwell character, let's be honest. But Whoa. Come on, bro. If you're a billionaire dressing up as a bat beating up criminals, you have some mental issues. You don't talk about that that way. Anyways, uh, <laughs> this, he seems, he just seems off. He's, he, like, he's not coping. He's not doing very well. And it's, yeah, this season he's all fucked up. It's an interesting side of Batman that we've never really seen before. He he seems extremely vulnerable. It seems like you could reach out and actually break this Batman. 
But um, yeah, and a lot of people were saying. I, but you know what I respect about Ian Glenn? That's his name, right? Yeah. And what I respect about Ian Glenn and his betrayal of Bruce is that they have not put him in a bat suit. Is it strictly Bruce and Dick? You know, and even in the comic books, that's not explored as much as usually just Batman and Nightwing. Like, and when they're by themselves, they'll call each other by their, you know, government names. But mm-hmm. this really explores the civilian attire. You know, we sitting down, we're a fan. That's what I love so much about season two and his performance mm-hmm. in season two. And this season, when you see him, he just, and you should have known from the trailer that he was broken. But, and it t- kind of takes me back into the comic book where, Batman was broken, but instead of running away, he goes and fights. He fights harder. You know, and then when you listen to the conversations, it's like, yo, when did Alfred die? Yeah, season uh, one. Yeah, they just they just made that shit happen off screen. God. So how much time really did pass in between season one and season two? You know, or did that happen during one of the episodes and it happened off camera? Guys, I got to go back to Gotham. Well, it seems like maybe it's like a, a year or two later, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's not that much of a shock if Alfred died. I mean, Alfred's old. So it's like, it's not like, oh man, Alfred passed. I'm still it's sad like it's that believable. He's, gone from the, he's gone from the comic books. Do you not know how fucking sad I am about that still? Listen, you got to let there me have go. this tangent. I was really fucking... Yeah, but fucking Bane broke his neck. Exactly. Now he's dead in Titans. You're a fucking dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> that hurt my feelings. Oh, anyway, guys. So, Jason doing the unforgivable... I can't wait to see what tomorrow brings. What time do they release the episodes at midnight? No, I think it's like 2 or 3 a.m. Eastern time, unfortunately. I know. But yeah, um, three episodes are on HBO Max. They're really good. Definitely recommend. How many episodes this season? I don't know. Probably probably the same as the other seasons, I imagine. Was it 10? No, it was like 13. Good, because all right, so there's 10 episodes left. All right, cool. I was like, fuck, you just gave us three episodes. Don't give me, don't, don't give me 10 episodes and you gave me three. Fuck you. What is Doom Patrol coming back? I have no idea. That I don't know. I need to, I I feel like I need, that's a show I need to rewatch. Word. Switching gears, uh, Superman and Lois. Yeah, Superman and Lois had their season finale yesterday. Oh, I, my gosh. I watched it actually earlier this morning because they had a dumb baseball game on, so they didn't air it. But it actually aired elsewhere but New York. So I waited till like, <laughs> 1 a.m. or something <laughs> to watch it because I just had to see it. And uh, I'm, I'm going to be... Disappoint you? I wasn't disappointed, but I think I wanted a bigger, like... Um, cliffhanger. Oh, see, can I tell you? I'm glad that there wasn't a cliffhanger. I loved it. I'll be honest with you. No, it, um, it was good. It was good to see John Henry Irons and Superman working together. To like, the odds are against us, but better together. I was like, yeah, I like. That. I was like, yeah, I like that shit. That's nice. That's nice right there. <laughs> and he was like, good timing. He was like, my best. 
Yeah. I was like, this, this is these motherfuckers been reading the comic books. I, I love it. I loved it when um, John Henry threw the hammer from space, and Superman was holding on to to Morgan Edge, and 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 the and the, mach, uh, the machines like you have zero percent in life. It's like I have to do this, and he throws it down from space, and then it comes flying down, and it's, oh, that was good. That man, that was I like was like, comic. you go, black that man. Was, that was like a comic man. And like, and then like he catches him in the nick of time, uh, but I'm also I'm I know I'm like I feel like I'm talking sporadic. Sorry guys if you don't watch this, and and if you don't watch Superman and Lois, you're probably gonna be lost during this whole conversation. But whatever. But you need to uh, listen. Fuck that. Pause. Go watch, then come back. Yeah, yeah. Watch the whole first season is available for free now on uh, the CW app or just CW.com. But yeah, was, they, are they not gonna put it on HBO Max? Honestly, they probably will, but I don't, I don't know when that's going to be. So I just know where you can find it now. And you can find okay. it uh, now on HBO. I mean, sorry, on CW. I was glad they didn't kill Morgan Edge because I was thinking, like, oh, they're probably going to wrap up the Morgan Edge storyline, the Leslie Lar storyline. But I like that they're still around, you know, so that and that gives the opportunity, you know, for them to maybe possibly bring him back. Yeah, and possibly explore Superman having a relationship with his brother. Obviously, a Which is good. one, but a relationship nonetheless. And then, but you know what I like? And that's what makes this story so interesting is that the main focus is on family. Mm. You know, not saying that Black Lightning wasn't like that, but I feel like Black Lightning forced this wokeness instead of keeping a family centered and then superheroes second, you know? And yeah. I, that was something that I heard a complaint about, a complaint about a, a lot of people complain about that about the shows like it's good but it's just starting to get too fucking preachy yeah i, I Whereas I, this again, one this is fantastic a great first season this goes yeah, there amazing, like, like with the first two seasons of arrow and shit this was this was great it's i i, I love this show man and i'm now gonna be like what the fuck am i gonna be doing tuesday nights now man that's a whole fact Oh, that's true, because by now them shits would be gearing up to come back. Fucking COVID. Oh, yeah, you're right. COVID, yeah. It threw the whole TV thing off. So, honestly, we probably won't get a season two till maybe... Until next summer. Or next next year. When did it air? It aired March, right? Yeah. Like February, I think it was. So, probably like, well, no, that might be too soon, February. Probably March. Because I know they started, I know what started filming. Batwoman started season filming. Flash season eight started filming. What else? I don't know. It might be a little sooner than that. It might be a little sooner. Wait, they, they started filming the new Flash season? Yeah. Go on Daniel Panabaker's, um Instagram account. I'll check it. I don't even care about the Flash, man. I don't. <laughs> Listen, I have hope. Of what? Of what? That it'll get better. Nah, I'm just ready for it to end. That's what I'm ready for. Where is it on her Instagram? 
Hmm? Where is it on her Instagram? Oh, let me look. Because she was, she was taking a picture in front of Amara, and she was talking about the flash using me. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Oh, I see it. I see it. Never mind. We don't have to. Anyways, we're not talking about the Flash. I don't want to waste time talking about the Flash. But fun fact, uh, this episode of Superman Lois was directed by Tom Cavanaugh. Ooh, great job, Tom Cav. Yeah. Even Even though he's technically out of the whole CW verse, I could see him sticking around, like, you know, directing the shows, like directing episodes of The Flash, directing episodes of Legends, episodes of of Superman and Lois. But yeah, he did a fantastic job. I, I, like I said, I'm in love with the show. I hope the quality sticks, you know, going into next season. Ugh, the, the possibilities are endless. And that cliffhanger was, was dope. It was really dope. I was hoping we kind of get a cliffhanger setting up who the villain could be for season two. But, you know, I guess it wasn't to be. I'll, I'll be patient, but a, fan, a, great, a great first season. A fantastic, oh. exquisite first season for a show. I'm very happy about that. Marvelous and well done. Hats off to all the crew. Yes, but speaking about Marvelous, let's talk about one of the Marvelous Marvels with... Uh, oh, my, my uh, segue is getting a little bit better. Yeah, <laughs> it was good, but the, the delivery could have been a little better. Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> fix it. I'll fix it. Fuck you, but I'll fix it. Um, with that being said, Anthony Mackie yeah. signed up for his, his uh, cap deal. Yeah, How many so movies did he promise? Did he sign up for? I haven't read the deal, but I just know that, you know, cap four is like officially a go. Like he signed his deal. I guess he's getting his money. It's happening. So they haven't officially announced Cap 4, but it came out that he signed a deal to, be, to play in Cap 4. But they'll probably announce a new Captain America movie. At, um, they're doing a Disney Plus sort of like... It's going to be similar to DC fandom, but it's going to be for Disney. Okay. So um, they're, that's when you know Marvel's probably going to announce more properties and things like that. Kind of similar to what they did, um, if you remember, last December, where they like kind of dropped trailers for a lot of their Marvel shows. Got it. So they're kind of doing something similar to that again this year. And I think it's November. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, yeah, I think it's November. So I could see them announcing like, Oh, uh, we're doing cap four and here's the next couple Marvel shows that are coming. Here's the next movie. So they'll probably announce it and make it official then. But yeah, just, just a cool little nugget that, you know, the cat, we're not, it, we won't have to wait too long to see, Captain America again, especially Anthony Mackie's iteration of Captain America. So I'm with here it. For it and good for him. You know, he deserves his own movie. It'd be interesting. And I believe it should be written by the guy who's the showrunner for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Malcolm Spell. I'm here for it. I'm yeah, I believe it. he's he's writing it because it kind of came out earlier this year that he was going to write it, but he wasn't really trying to confirm it. You know, job security and shit like that. And like, He's like, well, if it wasn't announced, I can't say shit. So, like I said, it'll probably be confirmed in November at this little Disney event. But, yeah, Captain America 4 is officially coming. There's no release date yet, but, you know, when we hear news, we'll we'll announce it on the show. Kind of getting into our next thing real quickly. What if 
What If is a Marvel animated show that's currently on Disney+. Plus. They've got two episodes up so far. And the premise of the show is pretty much like they take pretty much the MCU movies and sort of change the system of events. So what if Peggy Carter was the one who took the super soldier serum? What if T'Challa was the one who was taken by Yondu and became Star-Lord? What if Killmonger met Tony Stark? There's going to be episodes like that, you know? So, um, well, yeah, it's, it's a Marvel show on Disney plus and so far two episodes have been on. And Susan, have you seen them yet? Have you checked out? What if, what do you think? I checked out the Peggy Carter one. I have not checked out the T'Challa yet. The T'Challa one yet. Okay. Um, but I liked it. I really, really liked it a lot. I liked how, you know, her, well, without giving away too much spoilers, I liked how Peggy's, how, like, her journey reflected Steve, but it wasn't as crazy as, well, it was crazy, but it wasn't as true. No, both could be considered traumatic, being frozen or thrown through a time warp. So, I mean, I, I think hers was more interesting than Steve's. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I found her to be a more a completely competent captain. They they made a very interesting choice with the animation. Like, it's it's something, like, I've never seen before. I'm not, like, I don't hate it, but I'm not over the moon about it. It doesn't really get me excited. It's it's an interesting choice of animation they use for it. Um, the the first episode, I'll say, it um, there were some parts that just felt like we're just retelling the story, but just are right, this is different, this is different, which is which is fine. But I, but then watching bits of the second episode, I haven't finished it yet. It it's a completely different story, which is what I like because you know it feels more like okay, this isn't predictable. You know, we're not gonna do the same story beats, but just with a different character. Whereas that's where I felt with the first episode, which was still a, a solid episode, but it just felt like a, a retelling of, you know, the first Avenger through, you know, with Peggy, Peggy Carter being the main character. But this one feels, it does feel more like a, an original story. Like, okay, T'Challa is Star-Lord, but we're not going to retell Guard to the Galaxy. Or we're going to do this own separate kind of story that an adventure that he has as Star-Lord instead of the Guardian kind of storyline. So that, that was cool. I'm so here for it. I can't yeah. wait to check it out tonight. Yeah. But otherwise, I think it's a pretty good show. I'll be I'll be watching it week by week, but it's not like a show where it's like, you know, oh, my God, you have to watch this. It's not going to be like a, you know, Captain America and Bucky or a, or a Loki show, you know what I mean, or, or even WandaVision as much as I had my problems with WandaVision. You know, it won't be mm-hmm. like, it won't be like that, you know what I mean? Like, I'll be like, oh, it's Wednesday. I'll check it out. Like, literally... I spent most of the day forgetting about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that show's on. You know, that's kind of like what it will be for me. But I'll, I'll still check it out for sure. But, yeah. Our last topic, keeping in the Marvel realm, Shang-Chi recently had its big premiere in Hollywood about a day or two ago. And there have been some heavy social media reactions. And everyone says it's fantastic. They're saying... It's one of the best Marvel movies. They're saying it's it's a fantastic origin story for the character. You know, pe- some people have said it's not just like Marvel paint by the numbers. Some people said it's some of the best. Like some people said it's as good as Guardians of the Galaxy, as good as Black Panther, and as good as Thor Ragnarok. I mean, not Thor Ragnarok. Wow. No, yeah, Thor Ragnarok. They said it's uh, it's it's a really good movie. And some someone who we follow, John Campia, said it's his best 
the best uh, superhero movie, comic book movie since Logan for him. And he said it's the best action movie fight scene-wise since The Raid. And any of you that have seen The Raid, The Raid fucking delivers the action. Let me say. And and honestly, any like I don't know what movies that are out there that fight scene-wise I can compare to The Raid. The closest would probably be John Wick. But otherwise, there's I don't think there's really any movies out there today that I could say matches or even gets close to what the rate is so i mean i'm I'm hoping it delivers i'm I'm kind of excited i'm still not sure if i'm gonna go to theaters because just because that covid shit is real but then again the theater we go to is always kind of empty so it could be safe but you know lucky i have to wait because it's not getting a disney plus review right no but what it is doing is um this is going to be the first of its kind they're putting it in theaters and then 45 days later it's going straight to disney plus for free so you'll be able to watch it October, I don't know, 10th or something on Disney Plus for free. I'll it'll find be, a way to watch Yeah, it. it'll be hard to avoid spoilers, but I heard it's really good. I heard they have two mid-credit scenes that really set up the MCU, like they're like major mid-credit scenes. So we're only like, what, two, three weeks out from Shang-Chi. So I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm, you know, I, I like I, I like when Marvel does these sort of different movies and, and that that don't necessarily have to set up the next 10 movies, you know? That's why I like mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy or I liked Black Panther because it, it was those movies like that really exist in their own universe and in their own world but can also integrate and incorporate into the larger MCU. So I have high hopes for Shang-Chi. I hope it does well. God willing, it will. Yeah. And because and like the trailers haven't really... Like, the trailers have been like, okay, like, looks interesting, but it hasn't been like, holy shit. It hasn't shown much. Yeah, which is good, and which is another reason why here it's good, because, like, what you see in the trailers is just, like, a fraction. is what you get. Yeah, of what the movie is. So that's that's also good there, because some, some trailers where it's like, you see them, and you almost like, oh, this is that scene, this is that scene, and this is clearly from the end of the movie. <laughs> but yeah. So I'm, I'm ready to see Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi chums out. September 3rd in theaters for 45 days and then you'll be able to watch it on Disney Plus for free. That's guys. a Monday, right? September 3rd? It's a Friday? I, it probably is a Friday, Friday or Thursday. I've never heard you of want, a, I've never heard of a big movie coming out. We're going to talk offline, but maybe we can go see that when I come home. When are you coming home? That's, if that's Labor Day weekend and I'll be home. I'll check. Maybe. Um, Labor Day is that Monday, yeah. All right. So, so Labor Day is Monday home. the sixth. All right. I think I'm coming back like that Saturday, like in the morning. Okay. We'll hit up Drew. Look at that. We making plan. Look at look at that. You guys just got some back behind the scenes exclusive behind news. the scenes. It's super exclusive. Yeah. Okay, you know, yeah. Plans. But you you want to know fun fact about another movie that we saw yeah. that was doing so bad in theaters they just put it on Blu-ray and digital? Snake Eyes. You're lying. Yeah, it's officially it's officially now on Blu-ray and digital. That it came out I think means, today. So that means it's already on Paramount Plus. No, I I don't think it's on Paramount Plus yet. I think what they're trying to do is get as much money as they can before they put it out on Paramount Plus because it literally made no money in theaters. So they're just like, just put it out and 
on digital and 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 just please so we could make some type of money from it from so mm. that was interesting mm. i remember reading it because like literally when they announced it two days later it was out on blu-ray and digital so i think that i think the gi joe franchise is sadly officially dead because I, I don't see oh. them being like okay let's spend money and make a sequel I don't think they'll make a sequel, but they probably should redo G.I. Joe. They should do a show. Like, I think a show would be good for Paramount Plus. Like, if you if you put time and effort and, and money into it, there's no reason why you couldn't make, like, a dope show, especially if you're making all these expensive-ass Star Trek shows. You should be able to make a, a decent G.I. Joe series. <laughs> and it's here. I'm looking at Snake Eyes right now. It's on Paramount Plus? No, it's on... Um... What's this? Movies Anywhere? Amazon. So, yeah, that means Oh, it's on okay. Anywhere. I was about to say, if it's on Paramount Plus, I might watch that shit tonight again. No, I ain't even going to lie. But no, yeah, it's, it's for any of you guys that haven't seen it, you don't need to see it in theaters. You can watch it from the comfort of your own home. Uh, you could order it on uh, pay per view, PVOD, uh, digital, or you can get a Blu ray copy, do your thing. But yeah, it's out. I guess they're trying to make money. <laughs> but yeah, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate all your love. We love y'all, man. But yo, as always, we wish you peace, love, and all that Afro blurredness. So with that being said, yo, this is Two. This is Cal. Welcome to Word to the Blurred, baby. Word to the Blurred with Two and Cal. Thank you, guys. Good night or good day. We love you. you're listening to this. Peace. Peace.